Okay, so I did 12 albums last year. You know what I'm saying? I said I was going to retire. A lot of great people called me up. Buster called me up and said, you can't retire. Matter of fact, you're not retiring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jay Electronica hit me up. You can't retire. Uh, K Slate. You know what I mean? So I'm reconsidering my retirement. Okay. Tap in. Tap in. Tap in with T.T. Torres. So Papoose is like family. No, for real. He's like family. I don't think you guys understand. His wife, Remy Ma, is my best friend. And that's and that's really how me and Papoose connected. Uh, me and Remy Ma have known each other since the beginning of our career when I was just trying to get into radio and she was just starting out as a rapper. We're both we're both from the Bronx. She's from Castle Hill. I'm from Hunts Point. And so we have a lot of history with each other. I was there when her and Papoose first met each other. Rest in peace to K. Slay. He was the one that connected them together. So me and Papoose have a really close relationship. You know, him and my son, they vibe over, over basketball. Him and my husband are really tight. We go on family trips together. We hang out at each other's houses. You know, I was there when... um the golden child was born. If I could have held up one leg, I would have. But Papoose had that under control. But no, we are really family and we're really tight. And we connect on a lot of levels um, musically, um, how we raise our family, morales. Just a real stand-up person. And I hope you guys enjoy this personal interview between me and one of my friends. Mr. C. Mr. C, step to me. Jadakiss, EPMD, Eric B and Rakim, Method Man and Red Man, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Styles. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? He's on fire. Tap, tap, tap in with T.T. Torres. Tap, tap, tap in with T.T. Torres. All right, Hot 97, number one for hip-hop is T.T. Torres and Bobby Trends. And we are here for a Friday night takeover with our family, Papoose. Peace, peace. What's going on, family? It, it, it's, it's weird because um, we're like truly family. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I don't know. What can I ask him? You know, I know so much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, man. Congratulations on a new single that you have currently out right now. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Two Chains, Little Wayne. Yes. The Queen, Remy Ma. Yes. Um, Busta Rhymes. Yes. Everybody's on that record. Timberland produced it. Yes, Timberland produced it. All right, so tell me how did the Tim collab come about? Oh, man, how did the Tim collab come about? Uh, when I was just, you know, 
on my path of working so much, being consistent, I just noticed that a lot of people was embracing it. So I said, this is the best time to reach out to people that I always wanted to work with. You right. know what I'm saying? And I reached out to Timberland and he hit me back quick. Wow. He started sending me, I asked for one joint. He started sending me numerous joints. Wow. That's awesome. I was like, wow. So how did you come, how did you pick this one? What was it about this particular Tim production that you liked the most? Um, It was it was something different from what I usually do. You know what I'm saying? So I, as I was listening to the beats, that particular beat, I said, yo, this right, this beat right here will, will challenge me. You know what I'm saying? As far as my flow. Yeah. So let me just try this one just so I can do something different. Yeah. And I did it. And sure enough, people loved it. You know, you was throwing around that word retirement for a little minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you started putting out an album once per month. And I'm like, I don't know if this guy is really going to retire. <laughs> I mean, that was my plan. You know what I'm saying? My plan was to drop an album each month. You know what I mean? Just to show my love to the fans who always supported me since I was going to retire in December. But I didn't know I was going to get this much love. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know this many greats and many this many goats was going to start you know, working with me. I didn't know that. Well, the crazy part is people have always mentioned you when they spoke about rap. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of rappers have always said you are one of their favorite lyrical rappers. You know what I mean? Right. Did you not feel that love prior to this moment in your life? On this on this level, no. You know what I mean? When I first started out, yeah. But once I got into the game, it got a kinda of a little different eventually and I kinda of like lost that that uh I lost the the vibe of feeling that love. But now, the love I'm feeling now, I I haven't felt this in a long time. Because I think people are starting to respect the art of rapping again. You know, I Mm. think people got so fluttered with just one type of sound of music Mm. and during the pandemic, you were like, okay, I'm, I'm tired of this. You, you had no, <laughs> right. you had no choice but to stay at home, you know, listen to music or watch verses or whatever. You were stuck. So you kept right. hearing the same thing over and over. And it's like, yo, because your music is different, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Right. I think you're right. And I think also with the pandemic, like you said, you know, you, you, you're not partying, you're not in the club so much. So you, you kind of want to listen more to thinking music. Or music that's going to stimulate a thought. You know I mean? Yeah. You know what's so funny? Oh, was it Ty? Ty? Ty wrote this question. She said, um, people have been... I've I never seen this before, Ty, but people have been asking for a, a you versus Remy battle. Oh, my God. I was like, that would never happen. Yo, like, who? I'm who, glad you know. Who, who asked that question? Like, that would never happen. First of all, I would get killed, man. Like, <laughs> like, I, I'm not trying to die. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm trying to pick my fight, you know? She would, she would destroy me. But man. first of all, people pe- gotta stop. Man. People are so funny. Remy, let me tell you something. Whenever she is on a record with somebody, her whole goal is to destroy that person, Absolutely. even if it's their record. Even if she's not on the record, she's going to destroy you. <laughs> she's coming for the kill. But I like the way you guys handle your marriage, though. Um, and because I know y'all in real life, I love how like when you're in the studio working, she's the supportive wife. When mm-hmm. when she's in the studio working, you're the supportive husband. Absolutely. Like, you know, and and y'all very seldom cross like do this, do that. It's like y'all kind of respect the art and craft that each one of y'all have and y'all kind of just be each other's support system. I think that's why God put us together. Yeah. Because we both understand what it takes and what it's like when you got to get out there and work. So who's more better to understand than somebody who's been in that field and been through it before? You know what I'm saying? So when she got to go do, uh, be in the studio for 
hours and hours or go travel here and do this and do that. I understand. I know how it is. Yeah. Are you still passionate about the game? I mean, obviously, you have to have some level of passion if you're putting out an album per month because that really takes consistency and it's really hard work to put out an album. But are you still in love with the with the game? I'm in love with the craft, not the game. You know, you know what I'm saying? The, the craft and the, like I would do hip hop without lights, cameras, action, without any of this, I would still do hip hop. So I'm always going to be in love with that part of it. But the game and the politics and the ups and nine, and I'm not passionate yeah. about that. But you see a lot of artists are now speaking out about the game. Like you see NBA Youngboy um, mm-hmm. and you see what Meek Mill is saying. A lot of artists are now rather be independent before they would want it. To be yeah. on these major labels. Now they're like, I want off. I want to do this thing myself. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think there's a difference? Because you you were at Jive at one point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then from... Did you go somewhere else after drive, Jive? Oh, no, I went independent. You went independent, ever right? since, yeah. So primarily your whole career has, has I been I was initially independent. independent. I signed a deal. Then I went independent again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I was I was independent um, by default in the beginning. But when I, when I lost the deal... I was independent for real. Like, yeah. I, I was doing it right. Why do you think the culture is coming back to like being independent? Because when the artists come in the game, they don't know no better. They think, oh, I need to get on the major label. And they think that's the route. But when they go that route and they think they're on top of the world, as that rug slowly get, starts to get snatched from under their feet, they're like, oh, this is not right. That's not right. You know, when, when the hype slows down, not it doesn't disappear, but it starts to calm down a little bit. You're not a new artist no more. You start to learn the business more and you realize being on this major, I'm getting screwed. Yeah. I could be doing this myself and making money for myself and my family. Yeah. And now the game has changed so much that the labels aren't really the ones breaking the artists. The artists are doing a lot of the groundwork themselves. Yeah, the the power went back into the people's hands. You know, when when people are in control and they mishandle that, that's what happens eventually. You you lose that power and the people start to take the power back. So now I feel like the artists are, like you said, they're more in control, even with these digital platforms and all of that. You know, you can submit your own music. Yeah. You know, so was it a was it a learning curve for you to get with how um, music has changed in terms of you know streaming and versus when you physically had to sell CDs, like you physically had to be out there. Yeah, you, I did that too. I stood on the corner with CDs, like yeah. like it was a pack and, and sold them. People can people can tell you they bear witness to that. Um, was the transition hard? It wasn't hard, but um, I, it took me a while to realize how beneficial it can be in certain ways. Like you just gotta know how to use it and yeah. apply your talent to that, and it'll yeah. be great. Sometimes I talk to the OG artists. They be like, I don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that shit. I'm like, well, you probably don't like it because you don't understand it, just right? Try it. You gotta try it. You, you gotta you, learn. I just turned my car, started driving, and started rapping in my car. Yeah, and I I put it on social media, and people loved it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes you just got to try it out, and you'll see the reaction and the responses. They actually can um snowball into something great. Yeah. You know I, mean? I love it. I, and you're always consistent with the visuals, though. You know, from rapping in your car to making sure you have a video every time you drop a mm-hmm. record. Right. You know, definitely st- stuff like that is, is important, especially when you are in that streaming space, to have those visuals. The consistency, you know what I'm saying? With, with streaming, it's, like, it's about what's next. Like, it's not like back in the days where people put out an album. It might last two or three years or something like that. But now it's like music come and go so fast. You got to It forces you to be consistent. Yeah. What else are you passionate about outside of the music? What else drives you and fuels you? 
I mean, outside of your marriage and kid, because I, I know that's exactly what you were about to say. About to about to about say. To you <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you already knew I was about to say my family, you know, my beautiful daughter, man, that's that's my passion. You know what I'm saying? I'm being honest with you. Yeah, I, I, I love, at, I at love this, Kenzie girls space, so much. Yes, yes, she loves you She's too, so you know much fun. <laughs> like, so much fun. And she just runs the house, by the way. Like, what? Are you kidding me? She runs everything, She runs man. the studio sessions. <laughs> like... If she ever wanted to get into the music business, with, I don't see Rim allowing her to do it, but I kind of see you like I mean, being a little lenient. You know, she loves music already. Yeah. She loves, she goes The way crazy. she was singing that Mary J. Blige, what? Khaled song, Amazing, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God. She loves music, man. It's in her blood, you know? Yeah. She likes to sing, though, it seemed like. Yeah, she loves to sing. It seemed like, yeah. And she loves to put on the hills and walk around yeah, the house yeah. and play in the closet. I'm like, oh my God, this girl is such a star. Oh, already. Yeah, since, yeah. Since young, since, since young, man. So I'd be a liar if I didn't say that was my passion. Yeah. You got some good kids, though. Like your other daughter with her mm-hmm. entrepreneur, um, uh, her salon that she Thanks has. Thanks for your support. She always tells me. She's like, oh, TT supports me so much. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. I got to check out one of her facials. <laughs> I need to come to her so she could get my body right. Like, she, yo, she, I'm so proud of her. <laughs> I'm so proud of her. Like, <laughs> she's a real hustler and she got her own business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's been going consistently for a while now. I'm just so proud of her. Yeah, what, she's, what doing she's doing really man. good. She figured it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, any more television for you? Yes. Um. Actually, we just did a um a special. You know, what I mean, where we all took the DNA testing to find out where we initially come from and back oh in Africa. God. You went to Africa? No, we didn't go. We didn't oh, go. Oh, that's all. That it was a trip to Africa. <laughs> you know, that's what I want. Yeah. But nah, Rim did it. I we, like we all did it, and it was crazy when wow. they told when they told us where we were from. Where did they Where did they say you were from? Well, I'm from Cameroon. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's called the T-Car the tribe. But, wow. you know, and my people were really great with art and things of that nature. They were warriors, but Remy's tribe was very interesting. Wow. So they said she was from, her tribe was the first woman who ruled her own kingdom <laughs> and was dominant over men, had her own army every day. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Hence is why she moves at the rhythm of her own drums. Okay? Yes, there you go. There you, you said go. It, best. it makes sense. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. I love that. When's that airing? Um, it's airing next. The first one aired this Monday. And the next, the second episode is next Monday. Okay, so on VH1, you know, make sure y'all catch it. You know, my girl got to get right for Valentine's Day. So what we um, doing here? You yeah, know what I, you know I, what we doing here. I don't want, I don't want to leak it yet. You know what I'm saying? It's a surprise, but. What it's, we doing here? It's going to be special, man. It's Your brother Fat Jordan set the bar high, giving her a Birkin on stage. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, I'm he like, did. Now Papu's got to go buy five Birkins. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yes, yes, he did, man. Shout out to my brother Fat Joe, man. Uh, that was love. I love that. Um, so let's get back to the versus thing because I want if if there was a versus, who 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 would you want to battle against? If it makes sense, you know what I'm saying. It's something that the people are interested in. We can go, whoever. Yeah. I don't discriminate. They have to be so lyrical, though. Yeah, it got to be. It got to make sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Got to make sense. So, Remy has a battle coming up. The first female league she launched. Yes, yes. Um, Chrome 23. Um, you know, she started from her roots of battle rapping. Yep. Can we expect a Papoose League? That's you know what I thought about it. I didn't lay it on her yet, because <laughs> I don't want, you know what I'm saying. She's doing the, the the females. Might as well go on ahead and yeah. do the male version of Y'all that. You know so what I mean? Lyrical though, it's like it's kind of hard, like mm-hmm. to separate the two lyricists. It, like because y'all are just so lyrical. 
Yeah, I mean, I just know my place. I just know that she's yeah. the best, and yeah. I'm, I'm cool with being co-pilot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm cool with that. I love it, but you know maybe I mean? uh, I don't know. Hers is Chrome 23. Maybe yours could be Chrome 25. Like right, flip it, just flip it. That's you know what I'm all. Saying? Why? Why not? We're gonna be like, why you did you give know. him That's that? I'm glad idea. you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it on here. This is perfect. I'm going to take this part and post it on my gram. Like, y'all heard what she said. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Okay, so when's the next Papoose album coming out? Okay, so I did 12 albums last year. You know what I'm saying? I said I was going to retire. A lot of great people called me up. Buster called me up and said, you can't retire. Matter of fact, yeah. you're not retiring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jay Electronica hit me up. You can't retire. Uh, K Slate. You know what I mean? So I'm reconsidering my retirement. Okay. But when I am doing this, shout out to my brother Fabulous. We just shot the video last night to our song produced by Jermaine Dupree. I'm now doing visuals to the songs I did from last year because I did so much music. I didn't do videos for all of them. Right. So now I'm just working on the visuals for now. But as far as creating music right now, I'm still in retirement. I'm reconsidering. But but the thing is, like, you're not putting no pressure on yourself. You know, if, if you're not out here saying I need to sell this many amount of records. Oh, no, 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 no. It's just all fun for you. I'm just being, I just decided to let it fly, man. Like, yeah. I said, you know what, I'm let, I got this lyrical gun and I'm just going to let it go. Wherever the bullets land, they land. And I just said, I'm going to be consistent. I'm not going to worry about record sales. I'm not going to worry about nothing. Yeah. And guess what? Record sales started coming. And you know, I wish more <laughs> artists gotten that mindset you know what i'm saying yes. it's just be an artist it's hard though it's hard when you're in a business and you gotta worry about business you gotta worry about social media you gotta worry about um you know visual you gotta worry about marketing it's so many different things that it takes you away from the craft me i love the craft so much i always try to stay focused on the craft and as i focus on the craft everything falls in place yeah like you said they need to be an artist yeah but but what what i'm referring to is just really like don't put pressure on yourself mm. to have to be what you see on social media mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because you make a great living putting out these albums in the stream you figured it out like the more you put out the more income you make yes. you know what i'm saying just off your core fan base yes you know and if you're exposed to more great but you know your you core go. fan base is going to be there exactly and you got to feed them you can't leave them dry yeah you know what i'm saying yeah like you said you got to work yeah. What's up with the, um, the, um, what you playing? GTA still? Oh, no. I'll be on my Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> I knew it was one of them. GTA, what is that? It's the same kind nah, of that's thing, right? That's Grand Theft Auto. Auto. That's Grand Theft Auto. But it's the shooting the guns Nah, thing, that's right? with, the, with the vehicle. They shooting the shit, though, but it ain't like Call it's of Duty. That. I'm on Call of Duty something different, man. I know, I know, I know, I know. I knew you was nice at one of them. Oh, no, nah, I'm a beast. With the shotgun, they hate me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get the shotgun. <laughs> and when I say this, they're going to be commenting. My shotgun and my shield, they can't stop me. Oh my goodness. Yo, the funniest thing ever is when I came to your crib and I just hear these little dweeb kids yelling at you. <laughs> and like you're, like you're going back and forth. And I'm like, is this what my son is subject to when he plays these games? Oh, yeah, like yeah. He's a, he's a beast too. Yeah. <laughs> no, the funniest thing is when my son first found out you was a rapper. Uh -huh. that, I think I sent you that video. Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. That was yeah, the funniest thing ever. He's like, Mom, did you know Papoose raps? And I'm like, yeah. Like, like he's playing a YouTube video over and over and over because he could not believe that right, he was a right. rapper. Yo, you have the smartest son in the world. It's so funny because he's been around me so many times. You know what I'm saying? We talk about different things, basketball. Yeah. This kid, 
is young, a very young kid, but he knows the entire 96 Chicago Bulls lineup. Yeah. I'm like, yo, how do you have knowledge of this? Like, yeah. he, I'm trying to tell him stuff. He's talking about Steph Curry. I'm like, oh, yeah, but what do you know about the Bulls? He's like, oh, Michael Jordan, Steve Curry. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> nah, and now that he's playing, it's a whole different animal. Oh, he bowling? Oh, my gosh, wow. yes. He's on two leagues. That's and dope. um, he's 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 got a he's learning the fundamentals. Like he's mm-hmm. just starting out, and you know he started pre COVID, and then COVID hit, wow. and all the leagues shut down. Mm-hmm. So now he's back to playing consistently like he was before. But I'd be tired. He'd be like, "Mom, come take me to shoot." I'd be like, "Not again, <laughs> God!" But that's good that he's starting so young, though. Yeah, because you never know, man. You might have the next, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, superstar. You never know. But you know what? I do embed him. And, you know, you could speak on this because you're about this um, at your core is just having discipline. Like, if you if, if this is what you want to do, then you got to lock in and you really got to do it. Now, you got you to do it. Discipline is very important. Yeah. With, with anything you do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to be dedicated, man. And um, it's great when you find something you love and you have that passion for because, you know, you, you dedicate yourself to it kind of naturally. You know what I mean? But dedication and discipline is very important. Yeah. Yeah, super important. Well, thank you so much for stopping by today. See, I wasn't that bad today. <laughs> nah, nah, that, you good. You good, money. Nah, thanks for having me, man. I just need everybody to go get my latest projects, the single featuring Buster, my wife, 2 Chains. you know what I'm saying? Um, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. produced what? by Timberland. I didn't even ask about that. How did that come about? <laughs> Rick Ross. I got the record with Rick Ross, produced by Swiss. Um, It goes on and on, man. Shout out to Wait, Ed Sheeran. We worked on the record, ask, too, as well. How did you and Lil Wayne connect? Um, and in the video together. Yes, yes. That was um, dope. Wayne always showed me love. Always, man. We just never had the, the opportunity to work together. Like, like I told you. Yeah. Once I said I was releasing the project every month, as I started doing it, I just felt a different type of energy. I said, this is the great time for me to reach out to people I always wanted to work with. Yeah. And same thing. I reached out to Wayne, responded immediately. Wow. Sent the verse instantly. You wow. know what I'm saying? Did everything he said he was going to do, shot the video. Shout out to Wayne, man. Solid yeah, dude. Yeah, I love that. It's crazy because he's like, uh, it feels like he's like reigniting himself again. Like he's yeah, like, yeah, he killed it last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's just like really like, okay, I'm when I touch a verse, I'm just gonna really. But that's that in. dedication you was talking about. Yeah. Even though he's one of the biggest artists ever, look yeah. how his grind is, how he's still working. And that's what I try to speak about. You know, like, yeah. sometimes people get it misconstrued, but. You look at somebody like Wayne, who's been in the game for a long yeah. time, but he still busts his ass yeah. to make sure he works, spends hours in the studio. Yeah. So if you're not working that hard, don't ever expect a handout or expect yeah. success. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you can be the most talented rapper or basketball player, football player on earth, but if you're not working, if you're you not like practicing, if you're not in the gym, if right. you're not in the studio, you're going to get beat every time because there's somebody out there who can be uh, less talented? Less talented, than you, but they're outworking. But you. they're outworking. Yep, and, and that's how it goes, man. That's so how, that's how the story goes. Very important. Hey, very. <laughs> <laughs> it's Papoose, everybody. Give yes, it up. yes, yes, yes. Peace and love, y'all. It's my brother Papoose hanging out with me and Bobby Trans. Bobby, let's get that record on, all right? It's Hot ninety seven. Yeah. I want to dedicate this episode to DJ K Slay. We love you, K Slay. Your family, we're going to forever miss you. We're going to hold down your memory forever. So I just really want to um, take a moment to really talk about K Slay and his legacy and what he meant to hip hop, to the culture. 
from the mixtape era to the graffiti era to just being a radio personality and being who he was, man. He loved the culture so much. He put so many new artists on. The Drama Hour, top rated on Hot 97 every week. Um, and he wanted to give new and upcoming artists a platform to be able to showcase their talent. And he lived for that. He broke a lot of artists' careers from D-Block to Dipset, first person to play Nicki Minaj and let her rap on his show. So without K Slay, you wouldn't have a lot of these artists. 50 Cent, you know, he was their entry point. So rest in peace to K Slay. We love you. Thank you so much for tapping in with me. It's TT Torres, and this is Tap In with TT. Make sure you subscribe. Will you do that, please? Thank you.